Welcome back. I'm glad you joined me today for another time in God's Word. We're talking about commitment, and we're talking about uh, coming to that point where we realize that we can't have two masters. We, we have to examine what really drives our life, and you, you just can't serve two. It can't be done. It's impossible, and that's why Jesus said no man can serve two masters in Matthew 6, 24. So many people try and they're miserable and unhappy, and they divide up their life into compartments and give God this and, and, and give the devil the other. But we need unity within ourselves, and that's why it's so important that we choose the right master, and that's Jesus. The early Christians faced that dilemma because in the Roman Empire of their day, they could worship Christ, they could even go, to a worship time at a fellowship of Christians getting together. But if they declared that he was Lord, he was the one Lord of their lives, then they, they, they were in trouble. And if they did not burn incense to Caesar as Lord, they were in trouble. But that's what they refused to do because they said Caesar is not Lord. Caesar is another human being just like us. And we want to worship the Lord who is Jesus. That's why the psalmist says, unite my heart to fear your name. Harmony and peace come within us when Jesus is Lord because he brings everything together. It's like a circle with Jesus in the middle and he is on the throne of our lives. And all the confusion and the frustration that prevail when we try to serve two masters is now gone. And if you've if you come to know Christ as your Lord and Savior, nothing could be more insulting to God, the God who's redeemed you, the God who's forgiven you, the God who has given you a home in heaven to go to one day, than for you to refuse to let him be your master, let him be your Lord. All you need then is for you to recognize that. Jesus says you can't serve God and you can't serve man or money or whatever. Now, the involvement that reveals our master is very interesting. We can, we can, we can find out for ourselves. We can, we can figure it out here pretty quickly. Our master is revealed in what we trust. What do you trust? In Matthew 6, 25, Jesus said, do not, be worry, do not worry or be anxious. If you're not trusting Jesus as your master, then you're probably worried. You're trying to keep that money you've got. You're worried about everything. You're worried about the people in your lives. You're worried about your family. You're worried about everything. And we try to call our worry by other names, concern or burden or something else. But worry, anxiety, whatever you want to call it. Anxiety means to be drawn in different directions. It's being pulled apart. If you're worrying, you're not trusting. And if you're trusting, you're not worrying. Jesus said, I care for the birds and the flowers. How much more I care for you. If I take care of them, I'll take care of you. He says, cast all your anxiety on me because I really do care. Matthew 6.33, he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Make it your business to seek God in his interest and follow his way. That's where peace and purpose are found. The pagan people who worry uh, do not find that. They do not find the answer. The man who never worries 
is the kind of person that matters. There was a man who became a believer who had been a worrier. Once he became a believer, he ceased worrying. He ceased fretting about everything, and his anxiety was gone, and they changed his name, somebody did, and and called him the man who never worries. And that's what a Christian should be. There's no need for worry. Worry does not add one inch to our height. It does not add one month to our to our days on earth. So our master wants us not to worry. Another involvement that involves who's the master is revealed in our prayers. Here in this passage in chapter 7, Jesus said, Ask and it shall be given. You seek and you shall find. And he says, God's people who make me their master talk to me and bring their needs to me and I answer their prayers. You see, one of the ways you can know that you're a believer is God answers your prayers. If you pray and never get an answer to your prayers, then there's something wrong. You see, you can only talk to the Father you know and get the answers that you need. A child does not go to a neighbor and ask the father of his friend or go down the street and ask somebody who is someone else's father for their needs, they ask their father. And we can't ask our father if he's not our father. He has to be the Lord of our lives. And as we ask him, then he begins to work in our lives and do those things that are necessary for us to to find purpose. Now, also our master is revealed in the choices that we make. And here Jesus in this passage talks about in Matthew 6, He talks about, in 7, he talks about two roads. He talks about the narrow road, and that that leads to God, and the broad road that leads to destruction. The broad road is popular, and that's the way the majority of the people are going. And the way Jesus talks about it here is that if we trust in him, we take that narrow road. I've kind of pictured it like this. The broad road is going one way, And everybody's flowing that way like a stream that's flowing downstream. And the person who's a believer is on that same road, but they're walking upstream. And it's much more difficult. It's much harder. They're walking against the flow. They're walking against the traffic. They're walking against everything that's pushing against them. But that's the choice. Two roads, two destinations, two decisions. A decision has to be made if we're going to walk that road. And if we're going to let Christ be the Lord. Also, our master is revealed in our fruit. Jesus talks about how a tree can only produce the fruit. That's like itself. Grapes produce grapes, not, not some other kind of fruit. Figs produce figs. So Jesus said the same thing. If you're a believer, there will be fruit. By their fruit, you will know them. You can't say you're a believer and never produce any of the qualities of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and all the things that Jesus described as the fruit of the Spirit. And he went on to say in verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. You see, obedience is not what makes us a believer. Trusting Christ does that and him alone and nothing we can do but trust him. We can't save ourselves. But once we trust him, Then we obey him, and that reveals our true faith. Our works reveal our faith is true and real. 
it's easy to learn religious vocabulary and even to memorize some Bible verses and some Christian songs and yet not obey God. A lot of people do that. A lot of people come to church all the time and do that. So it's important for us to come to that place where we make the commitment that says, I will let him be the one who produces fruit through me. So keep that in mind today as you go about your life. Let him be glorified. God bless you. Have a great day.